0: A scientific expedition in Africa investigates wasps that have been exposed to radiation and mutated into giant killing machines. The film's star, Jim Davis, played by Jock Ewing on the Talus TV series.
1: I'm Corey And I'm Paul. And we are the The B-Movie Bros. Bros. Here, B-Movie's the best of our ability. God, I can't even <laughs> can't even remember what I'm supposed to say. <laughs> it's the beginning of a new year, so off to a bit of a rough start.
0: But sometimes yeah. we get off topic. But randomness is a gift. There we Sounds go. Sounds very. I random. remembered it,
1: you know, new new decade and all. Maybe we should have like a new a new like a uh, catchphrase for the new season. I don't yeah. know for yeah. New Year. We'll come up with that next week. Yeah, because I'm um, the we, week after. We, we we've been out of
0: the game for a couple weeks. I I was sick, and then Paul was sick, and then some holidays happened, but. Uh, We're back in business, and what you heard was the Amazon Prime description for the 1959 film Monster from Green Hell, because of course, it's January, which at this point has just become Kaiju month every year. As it should be, as it was always intended to be. Giant monsters abound. Let's dive right into the shit with our technical difficulties top and bottom three.
1: Paul, go ahead and get us started. All right, let's start with the top three first. Yeah. wait. Did we even say what the name of this movie was? Uh, Monster from Green Hell, nineteen fifty nine. I knew it was something like that. All right. So this movie ma- wasted no time introducing the giant killer antagonist. It was well before the twenty minute mark, and I like that fact. Number two, the world of fiction, and in, in the world of fiction, radiation is basically magic and do any and can do anything. However, apparently, a special kind of space radiation. Was what was needed in order to get this giant fucking fly with these tiny wings to fly. It was just amazing. They're wasps, Paul. Yeah, whatever. Fucking wasps. I'm thinking of the fucking um. Thinking know, of Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum's fucking send, movie. Sent Jeff Goldblum in the space. He comes back down as the the ninety thousand foot Jeff Goldblum. Well, then whenever we'd see like the giant wasps, I kept saying, "Oh, it's giant Jeff Jeff Goldblum." So, and number one. The giant killer wasp itself, it's like, I guess there were multiple ones at some point, I don't know, there's always more than one, but they're just these fat fucking waspy things with these tiny little wings that somehow carry this fat fuck around. It's just hilarious. fucking phenomenal. So for me,
0: number three. This movie brings back fond memories of playing Earth Defense Force 2017 on the Xbox 360 during my college years.
1: I thought you were going to say Earthworm, Shin for the sake <laughs> of
0: Friends and I spending hours fighting giant space insects and aliens and yelling obscenities in the TV. It's just, you know, a good good old time. Number two. There's a scene where there's a giant snake that tries to fight one of the giant wasps. It's very short, but quite epic. And number one. The giant wasps look amazing. It, they're so disproportionate and round and fat, and they move so slow. And their wings are so tiny and cute. It's it's just amazing. I just every time they're on screen, I smile and I laugh, and I'm like, oh my god, that's what's killing everybody. How?
1: I'm a beautiful bumblebee.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so 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 that's the good about this movie. What, what what do we have on the bad side, Paul? What's
1: the bottom? A lot. Number one. I'm not sure if I just wasn't paying attention to the movie or keeping track of the characters, but it seemed like at times people would just appear. Most notably, there was this old scientist's daughter who just kind of showed up after he died, and inexplicably, and it's not like she could have just, you know, arrived there on a fucking island. I'm not sure if she was hiding or something like that, or maybe she was a scientist all along, just like tried getting with the protagonist by pretending to be his daughter. I don't know, but that implies a lot of stuff that I don't really want to imply. Paul, oh, they they weren't on an island. They, they were a 27-day hike into the interior of Africa. Whatever, it looked like an <laughs> island. There was they, We get to see a volcano and water and shit like that. That's That makes an island to me. So, number two. This movie may have introduced the giant monster early on. There's so much wasted time afterwards that was literally just dedicated to either standing around in a room, walking, or more walking. For a while, I thought I was just watching extra footage from the cannibal, cannibal Holocaust or something like that. It was just... And number three. Science Man has an inner monologue to explain the plot throughout the movie, and it's just so annoying. It's not even like he's writing, writing down his discoveries in a journal or, like, saying anything important. He's just... Thinking really loudly, and it's annoying. Like, you should, I, I guarantee if this guy went to a library, he started thinking. He'd get kicked out for, like, <laughs> for just annoying people. You're Thinking too loudly, sir, get the fuck out of my library. <laughs> it's not even anything important. It's like, there are bees over there, or wasps, and it was probably the radiation. Well, all right, cool. Glad we needed this inner monologue for that. Time for us to get walking again. There is are some wasps over there.
0: <laughs> For me. Number three. Have I ever mentioned how much I dislike inner monologues? Yeah, just fuck this pretentious science douchebag in his inner monologue. Like, it's too much, it's too often, and like you said, it's about nothing. He's just like, I remember we had wasps in the spaceship and we sent it up, and now there are wasps here and they are giant, and we are going to walk because we have to walk to get there, and it will take a long time of walking. <laughs> get your
1: step on motherfucker cause I want this movie to end dear journal today the giant wasp was a real dick to me <laughs> I hope he dies of radiation quickly. number two he's fat no one will ever ask him <laughs>
0: <laughs> number two not enough giant wasp I mean in, in a monster movie you expect monster lots of monster no no you don't get it here Instead, you get number one. So much of this movie is just people walking and nothing happening. They walk more in this movie than they do in the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy combined. And this movie's only an hour fucking ten minutes long. How? was how that even possible? Like, did we transcend time and space while we were watching this movie? Is it actually, like, a nine-hour, like, 47-hour epic? Like... Like, I don't understand how it happened. There was mo- there there was there was more walking in this
1: than Lord of the Rings. And afterwards, you're like three feet away from their base, Dude, They went nowhere. It's like, uh, that's what the outside looks like. And spoiler alert, at the end of all the
0: walking, a volcano kills the wasps. There was no need for the walking. The volcano did all the work. Guess what? The whole time you spent watching this movie? No reason!
1: There's no reason for this movie.
0: Well, I mean, the, the movie does have some some lines and some people talking, so let's give it a a good old-fashioned quote quote war. We'll quote or paraphrase this movie, maybe, back and forth. I'll get us started with, What happens to life in the airless void above Earth's atmosphere? Buzz. Knowledge drives out fear. Buzz. Personally, I would prefer a General Sherman tank. Buzz. Drink it, or I'll pour it in the grass. Angrily buzzing. (laughs) That ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this movie or anything else you'd like to say about it, please leave it in the comments below. It's time to give this film our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale. 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 6 out of 10. I gave it a 7 out of 10. So, you know, giant space wasps with tiny wings caused by cosmic radiation because 1950s and the unknown of space... Fucking American kaiju piece of shit, this is why these movies get made in Japan, not here! Cause
1: we don't know what we're doing! Monster from Green Hell. It's about giant wasps. Why? I don't know. I really wasn't paying attention. This movie is so boring and hard to pay attention to that I forgot I was watching it halfway through. People are either just standing around in an office, not doing anything, standing outside not doing anything, or walking outside, not really going anywhere. There were some kind of cool shots of animals, I guess. This wasn't a fucking nature documentary. It's supposed to be a cheesy 50s kaiju film. They had one job and they couldn't even do that right. The only way to make make it through this piece of shit is to fast forward through all the walking, all the standing, and all the nothing, and just get to the couple shots of the giant wasps. You'll save an hour and nine minutes of this hour and ten movie, and you'll be better off for it.
0: Well, just in case you want to forget about it, you know we've always got some ways to drink away the splick. Drink away the splick. So come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the splick. We'll give you some drinking games for this film. But remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time someone says "green hell," take a drink. Number two, every time there's an inner monologue or narration, take a drink. Number three, whenever the main character talks about wasps, take a drink. Number four, any time people are just walking, take a drink. And, of course, number five, because it's kaiju month, every
1: time you hear a kaiju's name, take a drink. Every time you see something space-related, take a drink. Every time you see an animal that isn't a bee, take a drink. Or a wasp, whatever, the buzzy fucking things. Every time someone mentions radiation, take a drink. And every time you see a group of guys in suits standing around, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away the splick? If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else Beam related you can leave us a comment on either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can email us at gmail.com, like us on Facebook at facebook.com.bmoviebros, follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros, or on personal Twitter at bmoviepol. You can check out all, of, all other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website bmoviebros.com, we have new shows each week. If you want to help support the show, consider donating for, to our PayPal or Patreon accounts, links are right below. That brings us to the end of week one for Kaiju Month, week one of the year.
0: And I think that the uh, monster movie in in the top spot is Monster from Green Hell.
1: Dare we say the wasp flew its way to number one? Because it's a flying insect.
0: Well, maybe, maybe. But will it retain that spot or will it get crushed? In week two, with the upcoming film Varin the Unbelievable from 1962. Real, honest to goodness, Japanese kaiju movie. Will we be able to believe it? Until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more.